And a very good Tuesday morning to you, Marlins Nation. Thanks for rewinding with us, Stephen Strom here. Marlins lose to the Cardinals yesterday 6-4. to four. They've now lost four in a row. As always, for the recap, here's your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. Well, the Marlins suffer another setback in St. Louis tonight. The losing streak hits four for the third time this season. The Marlins have lost four in a row. They've lost nine of their last 14 games. They are winless since the All-Star break. And it was a tough night for the Marlins here at Bush Stadium. Cardinals win it 6-4. to Rod Allen, I'm Kyle Seeloff. This is the 10th inning show. And, partner, how would you kind of sum this one up here tonight? Well, I mean, it's tough. There's no doubt about that. I mean, it's not been a good road trip. It started in Baltimore. They got outplayed in Baltimore, and yep. by and large, because they gave away some extra outs. They did the same thing here again tonight against the St. Louis Cardinals. The Cardinals are a different team than we saw uh, right before the All-Star break. They've now won 6 of 8. They're hitting. They're pitching. And they're doing some of the things that the Marlins aren't doing. So tomorrow, if it's Cabrera uh, that's going to pitch for us, he's got to go out there and give him everything he's got for four or five innings. Then they've got to turn it over to the back end of the bullpen, hopefully with a lead, and they can uh, bring this thing home to get a win. I think most importantly right now, the Marlins have got to find a way to pitch better. Lazardo struggled tonight. Three runs, two earned, five hits, and four innings of work. That on the surface is not awful, but he really labored tonight. Uh, and then as soon as the Marlins tie it there and what the top of the seventh inning, Dylan Floro comes in, coughs it up, allows the three runs. I mean, quite frankly, you, you, as the pitching goes, you go, and they're not pitching well right now. There's no doubt about that, Kyle. I mean, that's a valid point. I mean, Luzardo, uh, he battled out there today. I mean, yep. he tried to find his changeup. He didn't really have a good breaking ball today, and his fastball, he was all over the place as far as that pitch was concerned. So uh, hopefully um, when he goes back out there next time, he'll be much better. And hopefully, as we said, Cabrera, when he goes out tomorrow, he'll get the job done. All right, buddy. Uh, sleep fast, and I'll see you tomorrow night. All right, boss. All right, that's right, Allen. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Highlights from this ball game tonight. Jesus Lazardo versus Miles Michaelis. Jesus Lazardo got some early support when there was nobody on base, one out, top of the second inning, and Brian De La Cruz was at the plate. 3-1, swung on, hit high in the air, deep left center field. Lars Newtbar's on the run, going back, looking up, gone! Brian De La Cruz with a big fly. His 11th of the season. It's 1-0 Miami here in the second. And that 1-0 lead for the Marlins would last until the bottom of the third. That was until Nolan Arenado, who had a big night, came to the plate with two outs and a man on base. Here's the 2-2 pitch, and that is a ground ball hit into center field. The base knock. Carlson will score easily. Nolan Arenado with two outs here in the bottom of the third has leveled this ball game at one apiece. It's his 65th RBI of the season. He should have been. And it would stay 1-1 until the top of the fifth inning. The Marlins had nobody on base in two outs. Nick Fortes singled. Dane Myers singled. And that brought Luisa Rice to the plate. The 2-0 offering is hit on a line left field. Newt Bar's on the run. Not going to get it, and he bobbles it. Rounding third, headed towards the plate is Nick Fortes. He's going to score on his way to second base is Luis Arise. It's a two-out RBI single for Arise, who takes second on the throw. And they might just go E7. It's 2-1 to one Miami here in the fifth. Outstanding job. So 2-1 to one going to the bottom of the fifth inning in this ballgame tonight. Jesus Lazardo started the bottom of the fifth, but he walked Dylan Carlson, the leadoff man, and he allowed a single to Paul Goldschmidt. Lazardo was out, J.T. Shagwa was in, and the first man that J.T. Shagwa faced after Carlson went first to third on the single by Goldschmidt was Nolan Arenado. 
He's battling at a 2-2 count. And the pitch is a rocket in the air center field. Dane Myers is to his right. He's got the baseball. Carlson will tag and score from third. It's a sacrifice fly for Nolan Arenado. It's Miami 2 and St. Louis 2 now here in the fifth. And after a strikeout looking by Wilson Contreras, Jordan Walker gave the Cardinals their first lead of the night. The 3-1 offering is hit in the air softly to center field. De La Cruz coming on. He's not going to get it. He cut off Dane Myers. The ball fell into no man's land. It's a two-out RBI single for Jordan Walker, who just placed that slider into shallow center field. And now it's Cardinals 3, Marlins 2 here in the fifth. So after five, it was a 3-2 game, but the Marlins would immediately tie it back up with nobody on one out in the sixth inning, and Jesus Sanchez at the plate. And he'll take a healthy cut at it. 2-0 pitch, just hitting the air, fairly deep, left center field. Carlson's on the run, so to his new bar, looking up, she's gone! Spot on, partner! Sanchez, his 10th bomb of the season. This is a tie ball game. It's 3-3 here in the sixth. I'll say that was a healthy cut. 2-0 fastball from Mike. Well, unfortunately, that 3-3 tie game did not last long. It looked like it would. After Dylan Floro came on for the Marlins in the bottom of the sixth inning, he collected two quick outs, but then he allowed a double to Jose Fermin. I'm sorry, check that. In the sixth inning, that was Nolan Gorman. He allowed a two-out double to Nolan Gorman. He was stationed at second with two outs for Dylan Carlson. Infield swings around to the right side. Gorman thought about stealing. Here's a line drive into center field and the base hit. Cardinals are going to take the lead here in the bottom of the sixth inning. It's a two-out RBI single for Dylan Carlson. It's 4-3 to three now, St. Louis. And then after a single by Paul Goldschmidt, sent Carlson to second base. Nolan Arenado came to the dish with two men out and two out in the sixth. Here's the 1-1 pitch, and that is a line drive towards the gap. Right center field and big time trouble. Arenado's got extra bases. Carlson scores. Myers fires the baseball back in towards Wendell. It's not going to matter. Behind Carlson is Goldschmidt. It's a two-out, two-run double for Nolan Arenado. He's plated four runs for the St. Louis Cardinals here tonight. And now St. Louis is doubling up Miami at 6-3 here in the sixth. And Floral able to get the... And that would be plenty for the Cardinals here tonight, although the Marlins did answer back in the seventh. Ryan Tapera, who was signed today by the Cardinals, was on the mound. There were a couple of men on base, and Garrett Cooper was at the plate. 2-0 pitches, ground ball back up the middle, and a base hit into center field. This is going to play in a run. Myers flying around third. He'll score easily. It's a two-out RBI single for Garrett Cooper. Marlins climbing back into this ball game. It's 6-4 here in the seventh. And Marlins not quitting. And then after Jesus Sanchez walked, Giovanni Gallegos came in. The Marlins had the bases loaded down two with two outs at the top of the seventh inning. De La Cruz stung a baseball. Unfortunately, it was right at the shortstop, Paul DeYoung, who picked it and fired it to first, and the inning was over. The Marlins went quietly in the eighth. They got three hits off Jordan Hicks in the top of the ninth inning. They got a leadoff infield single from Dane Myers, but then immediately Luis Arise bounced into a 4-6-3 double play. Then after a double and a single by Garrett Cooper and Jorge Soler, Jesus Sanchez came to the plate, and he bounced out 1-4-3 to end the ball game here tonight. Final score, St. Louis 6 and Miami 4. For the Marlins, 4 runs, 12 hits, an error, 9 men left on base. For the Cardinals, 6 runs, 11 hits, 1 error, and 8 men left on base. Miles Michael is the winning pitcher, 6-5 and five this season. Dylan Floro is the loser, he's 3-5. and five. Jordan Hicks collects his 8th save of the season for the St. Louis Cardinals. 
played this ball game in two hours and 48 minutes tonight. Gorgeous here at Bush Stadium, about 80 degrees and cloudy, although it's probably more like 70 degrees as we get set to sign off here tonight. 35,619 in attendance tonight. With the loss, the Marlins are 53 and 43, and the Cardinals are back to 12 under 500 at 41 and 53 here in 2000. In 23. The Marlins punched out six tonight. That means that $150 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, Kyle, thank you. Let's head down a list of what Skip Schumacher had to say and get his reaction after Monday night's loss. Skip back and forth one throughout this game. Just what ultimately decided this one? I think it started with the starting pitching. Uh, you know, Zeus has been so good, and, and I think that layoff, uh, you know, 10, 11 days off um, kind of affected his his command right out of the gate. Um, 10 or 11, three ball counts, and I think he'd probably tell you the same thing. So, you know, digging into our bullpen kind of early um, uh, wasn't ideal. Um, and, you know, credit to the Cardinals, you know, they just kept punching back. Um, and, you know, we'd score, they score, we score, they score, and, um and so it was just uh, tough to, to come back from. Losing four straight out of the break, just has there been a building sense of frustration maybe over the last couple of days? No, it's four games after the break. We got 60-something mm-hmm. left. So um, we got a long, long way to go, but it just shows that we're not done yet. Uh, a lot of work to do still. And, um, you know, we were definitely not a finished product. No one thought that before anyways. And um, so we just got some stuff we got to clean up, and we'll be all right. Getting back to Lazardo, despite not having his best stuff and not being as sharp, are you happy just the way he was able to at least keep you guys in the game there? I, I don't think four and a third or whatever he went was uh, what he planned on coming out of it. Uh, he only had probably 80, 85 pitches to work with, um, you know, after a long layover, uh, layoff, I should say. Um, so, there, I mean, I think he probably was going to go five or so anyways. Um, but, yeah, he, when he attacks, he's great. Um, I think he couldn't feel the ball, you know, at certain times. You could tell that he was frustrated with the rosin bag a little bit and um, losing a little bit of the grip on the ball. And so I think that um, maybe affected it a little bit. But I think overall, I think he'll just tell you that he did, just didn't have his uh, his command like he's used to, the you know, the first half of the season. But he's going to be fine. One start, one start after the break. And, um, you know, we have full confidence that he's going to be just fine. Floro, two quick outs, two strikes on third batter and then four straight hits. What did you see change there after gets the two outs on? What changed after after that? Good question. I, I don't know. I have to take a look at it. Um, some hard hit balls, uh, you know, Gorman obviously, and then uh, you know Carlson off the end of the bat change up. I thought it was actually a pretty good pitch, located pitch. Um, you know, got through, and uh, you know after that, you know, a couple other hard hits. But I think the 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 one that um, I thought he made a good pitch to to Carlson just uh, off the end of the bat kind of tough luck um and ended up costing you know a couple more runs you touch upon a bit pregame just the balancing act of you know might have been some rust tonight because of the layoff but knowing that maybe for the long term and for the rest of the second half it was good to give Lizardo you know the way that yeah you, I mean you were trying to protect him as much as we can with you know the amount of innings he's thrown before in his career to you know building up now he's going to have hit his career high run right through it this year so with the all-star break you're trying to give him extended amount of time to you know not heal up because he wasn't hurt at all but um to give him just more rest um but it's tough to do whenever a pitcher hasn't thrown 10 or 11 days it's not all the time you have your command um and uh, i think he'll, he's gonna be fine i'm 
I'm looking forward to his second start after the break, and um, he, he's going to be just fine. He still had his velo. The stuff is there. It's just, I think the strikes, the throwing strikes, just like you know, we, we say all the time when he throws strikes, he's really, really good. Um, and so I think he'll fine tune that in the, in the next bullpen and just be fine. You guys had some chance to base load in the seventh, and then two separate chances in the ninth, and just not being able to come up when you had those chances late. Right. Yeah. Um, we had the guys on base that we wanted uh, tough at bats. Um, I thought we did really good off Tapera when he came in. Um, Gio made a good pitch. I thought De La Cruz took a great at bat. Some tough takes um, on Gio slider. Gio slider is really good. Um, got a good pitch to hit. Um, hit it hard. Grounded out. You know that's. I'll take that. De La Cruz had some good at bats today. Um, Sanchez had great at bats. Myers had great at bats. That Coop took some good at bats. So I, there's there was good at bats up and down the lineup. Um, yeah, you, of course you would like to cash in in those situations. Runner, runners in scoring position. Last, uh, honestly, since the All Star break, you know, started we had or uh, after the All Star breaks, um, we just haven't really been able to cash those runners in um, post All Star break. I should say, word it right and. Uh, so, but again, it's early four, four games after the break. You know, we'll get we'll get there. I, again, it, we're not a finished product. Um, still a lot of work to do, but um, I like where they're at. We just haven't. We just got to put the wins now um, together. Jesus Lazardo just went four frames yesterday, gave up five hits and two earned runs. Let's hear what Lazardo had to say after his outing. Jesus, although you didn't have your stuff today, maybe not as sharp. What would you attribute the lack of command to? Yeah, I just felt a little out of out of sync. Um, I feel like the break's not an excuse for that. It was just um, probably took some time off the off the slope, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I felt like that kind of affected me. But at the same time, I just couldn't get a good grip on the ball. Um, something I obviously have to adjust to. Uh, I don't know if it was the humidity or whatever, but um, just felt like the balls had a little moisture on them. But again, it's not an excuse. It's something I, I need to fix. Was it just over the break? How you know did you maintain your throwing program or routine, or what did you do? Um, I mean, we have a four-day break. I think I worked out two of those days, and I threw all four. So, um, I mean, it has nothing to do with taking time off or anything like that. It was just more of, uh, I don't know, I just felt a little out of, out of sync with, with my mechanics, which, again, um, shouldn't happen and can't happen, especially after last series. I felt like I needed to come out here and, um, you know, pitch well for, for our team, and I'm um, just a little frustrated that I wasn't able to do that. Uh, uh, breaking ball and change up both early, seem, like you mentioned, with the command just... How tough is it when those two pitches aren't working and having to basically try to change your game plan or try to figure things out on the fly? Yeah, I mean, um, like you said, if those two pitches aren't working for me, then I'm basically stuck with only my fastball, and um, that's never some somewhere we want to be. Uh, I felt like even the fastball I didn't have a great command. I was just uh, just slipping out of my hand, and um, I, again, I feel like I just need to be able to command my breaking stuff more. Um, that way, it helps me, you know, get my fastball back in the zone. When was the last time you think like you felt the you know command or just kind of out of sync this much before? Um, I mean, I feel like it happens uh, every once in a while, but uh, like this, probably early in the year, probably you know maybe uh, spring training, just a couple early outings. But um, I, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't say I'm you know panicking over it or anything like that. I just feel like it's something that I need to work on you know the next five days and then be ready to go on Sunday. You guys have a great go heading into the break and then four straight loss to start coming back. Just what's the mood right now and what are you guys trying to do? Try to turn the tide back to where you guys were before? Uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say um, anyone's pressing or, you know, I don't think there's any panic, but I definitely feel like, you know, we want to get going. Um, maybe we started a little slow second half. 
Um, but I mean, you know, we're facing a great team over there, and I think we have a great team in here. So I think we're ready to come back and have a dogfight the next two days. Are you in a situation where you're just kind of feeling out of sync? What have you done in the past that kind of helps you get back in the groove? Um, I mean, really just try to stay within myself. I feel like when I uh, feel out of sync, I try to do more than I'm supposed to. And I feel like I put myself in more trouble. Um, so I, I just had to constantly remind myself today, just stay within yourself and, uh, you know, keep stay within your delivery and everything will work out. So um, we definitely grinded through it. Uh, obviously, like I said, not a, not a good start, but um, try to keep the team in the ballgame as long as possible. All right, we're right back at it tonight. It's going to be a 7.45 first pitch, which means I've got Marlins on deck at 7.10. Marlins looking to snap here a four-game skid. As always, we hope you can join us. Let's flip the M together, Miami. It's the Marlins Radio Network, driven by Honor Nation.